Welcome to the Performance Podcast with Melissa Kender, where I'm here to help you stay strong and last long in your athletic endeavors. There's no running topic too broad or lifting topic too heavy that we won't cover. So if you're looking to get fitter, faster, stronger, then this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Melissa, certified functional strength coach, personal trainer, running coach, hybrid athlete with a no BS approach to fitness, creating unfiltered conversations around fitness topics that can be somewhat messy. And the answer is often, it depends. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. First and foremost, wherever you are tuning in from, I want to say thank you, and I hope you're having an absolutely amazing day. Now, today we're going to be taking a deep dive into tips for muscle soreness, specifically for running. Now, we know that workouts from running to strength training are key to good health and progressing in our fitness journey, but the post-workout muscle soreness can make us rethink the entire plan at times, right? So today we're going to talk about some tried and true tips for dealing with soreness, especially when we're increasing mileage, training for an event, or just starting out. You don't want to be so sore after every single run or every single workout. However, sore muscles from workouts can be common and can be a good thing. Meanwhile, sore knees, ankles, and sore joints, that's a whole other issue and are usually a sign that we need to change something. But the breakdown of muscle, whether from running or strength training, is what tells the body to build it back stronger. But the question is, to what extent are sore muscles from running normal? And why do your muscles feel sore in the first place? So today we're going to focus on more on should you be sore from running? Of course, you shouldn't be so sore that you can't move. That means you went way too far beyond your current physical limits. But a little muscle soreness is pretty common. You're asking your body to do something new, whether that means you're trying to get through your first couch to 5K program with lots of walking and some running for the first time, or you're in a full marathon prep, you're training for your first 26.2 miles, or you're training for your first 5K, or you're trying to get a new PR. So it's not about the distance or pace. It's about the challenge to your body, which is exactly why you're running in the first place, right? And why you're training in the first place. But there's a difference between being sore, super sore, and injured. Now, a good rule of thumb is try following these little tips first. The 10% rule for increasing mileage. So not doing too much too soon, but just gradually and incrementally increasing your mileage from week to week, but no more than 10%. And remember that 80% of your weekly runs should be easy in that aerobic zone or easy effort zone. So then the 20% is for those hard quality run workouts where you really push your paces and appropriate speeds. So the 80-20 rule, and as I always say, hard days hard, easy days easy, because that's where stress plus rest equals growth, right? And then don't forget that your body needs fuel to recover, which means carbs, proteins, fats, micronutrients. It also needs proper hydration and electrolytes. And another rule of thumb, listen, if you're really sore, if you're so sore that you can't walk down the stairs, then it's not... It's not advisable to push through a run or workout or something like that. But if you're just fatigued and you're a little bit sore and you have an easy run in your schedule, 
then that's a good thing. And also another little rule of thumb is like any typical foot pain, any pain in your foot should be addressed um, immediately or just have a doctor take a look at it. All right. So now diving in. So the million dollar question, why do your muscles or joints feel sore after exercise? There's a few factors that might be the reason why you're feeling sore in your muscles after running. So we're going to chat about a few. The first one being delayed onset muscle soreness or DOMS. So again, delayed onset muscle soreness, which is the most common. Sore muscles after a run, also known as DOMS or delayed onset muscle soreness, are caused by micro tears in your muscles that develop when you put them through added stress. The same type of thing that can happen with strength training as well. And typically you'll feel sore from 24 to 48 hours after, which is usually how long it takes for your body to develop inflammation in response to the damage from the micro tears. And then this in turn is what leads to muscle soreness. But the cool thing is, is that your muscles then get stronger and get better over time when these micro tears repair themselves with the help of good nutrition and rest. So the delayed onset muscle soreness is normal for 24 to 48 hours. And then that's your body repairing itself and coming back better, fatter, faster, stronger. And now number two is poor running form. So having poor running form can lead to sore muscles or knees from running as well. If you feel like you're suffering from discomfort in your shoulders, your back, your arms, or neck when you're running, it's totally possible that you're tensing up while you're running, which is then causing all this soreness, which is no bueno. Remember, you want to be a relaxed runner. You want to run like a gazelle. Think of yourself as an elite athlete. Listen, I know the elites are less than like 1% 1 of the population, but we want to envision ourselves as elite athletes. So you want to be smooth runners, confident runners. And now that's a super common issue that's easy to fix. It's just like, think about sinking into your exhale while you're running. And now aches and pains might also be caused by minor issues with your alignment, maybe having poor chest and shoulder postures. Also overstriding can cause pain. So AKA reaching your foot way out front when you run, right? You don't want to do that. You want to land under your center of mass, underneath your body or underneath your hips. Um, also, if you have weak hips or glutes, your foot could roll, that could cause pain. Um, so if you suspect that your muscle soreness is a result of poor running form, it should be corrected and needs to be corrected and can be corrected very easily and gradually over time, which then leads us to number three, which is lack of strength training. So as noted above, Without the proper hip and glute strength and overall total body strength and including your core strength, it's really common to get knee pain, hip pain, possible ankle pain after running. So adding in strength training, even just one to two days a week can make all the difference. And again, you want to make sure you train your core a little bit as well, because that helps build endurance for the longer distances. And now number four, wearing incorrect footwear. This can totally cause um, discomfort in your feet, hips, ankles, all the above. So your ability to run correctly is affected not just by your form like we talked about, but also by the footwear you choose to, you choose to wear during your running. Shoes that are worn out or old may be unable to give the necessary support for your muscles and joints. 
And even new shoes might be uncomfortable if they don't fit properly. It's also important to pay attention to your feet and wear on the shoes and wear shoes that work for you and work for your feet and not against your feet, right? Um, I have an example with the incorrect footwear. I was trying out different shoes and I took them on a medium to long run and my ankles hurt by mile six. And I knew my form was fine. Everything was fine. This was only like a couple months ago. And I was like, these shoes are no good. So I have not worn them on a run again since. So the proper footwear is so important. And then number five, overtraining. So running comes with a ton of health benefits, but doing too much or too much too soon or overdoing it without allowing the proper rest and recovery can do more harm than good. Everyone's at different fitness levels and limits. And someone that can do a 330 marathon can run maybe seven days a week, but another person doing a 330 marathon might only run five days a week. So everybody is different and you have to meet yourself where you're at. So if you're overtraining or under recovering, it can lead to minor aches and pains or even major injuries in the long run. So if you're under recovered, your muscles may be sore for up to weeks because they aren't used to the duration or intensity of what you did, which increases the chance of micro tears. So to avoid muscle soreness due to overtraining, build up your mileage and running intensity slowly and gradually by by following that 10% rule where you increase your mileage by no more than about 10% a week and you increase your intensity in the appropriate manner as well. Now this leads us to, is it good to run with sore muscles? I'll tell you firsthand, when you get into a half marathon or full marathon training block, you will no doubt have fatigued legs and a fatigued body, and you will have to run on them. So this trains your mind and body for the race distance and race day. But when taper hits before, before race day, your body recovers and you go into race day feeling so fresh and so fly. So some level of soreness is completely normal. But at other times, it might have gone too far. So the main thing is making sure that your form is still correct with running on sore muscles. So the main thing is, I always tell people, it becomes a concern when you can tell your running mechanics are off, even with a slow, easy effort run. So say you're doing a one to two mile warm up, you're getting into your run, and you can just feel that your running mechanics are totally off because you're so sore, so you can't even run properly, then that's a sign to scale back. Um, A lot of times clients have sore muscles, but they're able to do an easy effort run and they can tell things are loosening up as they go and they feel really great. So understanding what to do about this is incredibly important. So really being in tune with your body. Also, it should become, also it should become a concern when daily things are not improving after a few days to a week. So not being able to go downstairs is a big one. So really listening to your body and it is okay if you need an extra couple days of rest. Um, doing active recovery by going for a walk, easy bike, swim, things like that. So making sure you drink lots of water, electrolytes, eat more protein, work on your mobility activities. And if you're a person who finds um, the foam roller helpful, definitely use that as well. Your body recovers when you sleep. So make sure you're getting plenty of sleep. 
Now let's get into some keys. Now let's get into some key points to prevent muscle soreness after running or to help ease muscle soreness. So we'll run through some of the best ways to relieve muscle soreness, but it's important to know that not all soreness is bad. Your body must break down to build back up stronger. So let's go through each little one here, just little like tips you can try on your own. Maybe you've tried some of these that will help relieve sore muscles. Um, and you can choose which ones you want to try or don't try. And some of these I love, they're tried and tested and true. Um, and then others, you know, might not be up your alley. But the first one is for every single person. Number one is do a dynamic warm-up. One of the reasons you might be sore is you went into the run with cold muscles. That could cause them to feel a bit overworked or overstrained. So you want to try spending a few minutes doing some dynamic stretches, dynamic movements, and you can even use a mini band before you get into your run. So these few minutes building up your hip and core strength are going to play a huge role in helping you keep proper form during your run, but also just elevating your heart rate and getting your body ready for what you're about to ask it to do. And now number two, we touched on it, but again, wearing the right running shoes. Please stop wearing shoes that are broken down. Broken down shoes just don't work for your body. Um, one of the easiest ways for me to know that I need to replace my shoes or that they don't work is that my legs feel oddly sore or my ankles feel sore after a run. And I also know a shoe is not right for me instantly after a run because I'll get sore ankles. So again, just making sure you're getting the, wearing the correct shoes. And everybody's shoes, foot is different too. And now number three, follow a plan. And not just get a plan, but actually follow the plan. Don't do extra on days when it says to rest. Don't run harder than the, plans, than the planned speed workout prescribes. Don't add extra miles to your long run. Plans are designed to help you progress your body safely through the buildup process. And if you don't love a paper plan because maybe it doesn't fit you or your life or you want something personalized, then hiring a coach to get a personalized plan is absolutely amazing and the way to go. And I would highly suggest it. And, you know, wink, wink, my one-on-one -on -one run coaching is going to be opening back up in March. So I'm going to have a few spots open and I will help you reach your running goals. And now number four, hydration and electrolytes. Muscles that are dehydrated often feel more fatigued and sore. This is one of those things where it's simple to just fix, right? It gets overlooked. People are unsure about why they're sore. And a lot of times they're dehydrated. And that goes hand in hand with the electrolytes as well. Um, a lot of my runners, they'll say, oh my gosh, electrolytes helped me so much. Thank you so much for giving them me, sending them to me. So literally step one, grab a water bottle, start sipping water throughout the day. And then step two, get some electrolytes powder and put it in the water and sip on electrolytes throughout the day as well. Because listen, electrolytes aren't just about replacing the sodium lost during sweat. But electrolytes are essential minerals. They're potassium, calcium, magnesium, chloride. That is all part of the electrolytes that maintain fluid balance and muscle contractions. And now you guys know my go-to electrolytes are bare performance nutrition, so BPN electrolytes. And you can use the code MELISSA to save you 10%. I have hands down seen the best benefit from these electrolytes. 
No ifs, ands, or buts. And now number five, the hierarchy to relieving sore muscles. Getting more rest, aka more sleep. Literally no one ever wants to hear this suggestion and it's easier said than done, but the best recovery tool that we all have is sleep. Sleep is the hierarchy. In fact, there's multiple studies that have shown that an increase in sleep helps to improve performance. I'm going to say that again. An increase in sleep helps to improve performance. And we know that one of the things elite runners rely on when they're in their vigorous training plan is a long night's sleep. And they also include daily naps, which is absolutely amazing. I suggest daily naps to everybody, but it's hard for me to suggest it because I can't take naps myself. And I'm also still working on getting seven quality hours of sleep a night. So sleep's tough, but it is the hierarchy to our performance and to our recovery. Um, So if you can, um, taking naps, getting sufficient sleep, getting in a sleep routine so that your body gets used to going to bed and waking at the same time. Um, you get, and also sleep is where your body produces growth hormones, which stimulates muscle growth and repair. So literally it's the hierarchy of getting fitter. Um, now moving to number six, paying attention to nutrition. Nutrition may seem like a less obvious way to deal with muscle soreness, but refueling is always the first step in the recovery process, especially after a hard workout or a long run. Following a run, particularly a long run, you'll want to replenish glycogen stores and protein to stop any muscle breakdown. And within the hours following a workout, muscles are the most sensitive to rebuilding glycogen reserves in the body, which gives us the energy we need during runs. So if you eat food shortly following your run, you can help decrease muscle stiffness and pain. And your goal should be eating something that's rich in carbohydrates, as well as protein, such as maybe a green smoothie, scrambled eggs, toast, whatever it is. Protein plays an important role because it's an essential nutrient for muscle repair and recovery. Protein is what helps your muscles get bigger, better, stronger. So Your body won't be able to begin the process of muscle healing and repair if you don't consume enough calories. So we really want to make sure we're eating enough to match the demands of what we're asking our body to do. And if not, literally an excessive calorie restriction over time can result in severe injuries such as stress fractures. And I've seen it time and time again with so many runners. And it's such a shame. Like it it, it is horrible. I've seen it recently with, with a runner who was just not fueling properly. She was absolutely amazing. She's fast as heck, like way fast, but under fueling and it caused a stress fracture, a bone fracture actually, um, which put her out. So we want to make sure that we're fueling enough, giving our body what it, what it needs to repair properly. And so moving on, how to reduce muscle soreness after a run. So no matter how much we do, no matter how much we do the right way, sometimes we're just going to be sore. Like that's just part of the process, right? Like some days we don't have to be sore after every workout. Some, like some days I'm not sore at all. I hate being sore, but sometimes it happens. Um, So during marathon training, when we're constantly hitting new milestones, the body's always adapting. So in those instances, here's what can help. One, 
which this I started doing this past year. So I'm just going to say I try to do it like every other week or once every three weeks, but taking an Epsom salt bath. It's honestly one of my favorite words after a long run on a Saturday, if I have time, if we don't have plans with friends or something like that. Um, I just love doing it, even if it's for 10 to 15 minutes. So heat is a great way to loosen up tight muscles. And of course, there's simply the matter of giving your time, giving yourself time to just sit there and reflect and let your body relax is absolutely amazing. Um, and pretty much any Epsom salt that you find is a great option. Add in some lavender, anything like that is excellent. So I know I have some links on my Amazon storefront of ones I love. And now number two, which kind of goes hand in hand. And I started using this back in, what was it? Maybe September, which is magnesium lotion or magnesium oil on the body. So this is a great substitute if you can't take an Epsom salt bath or something using magnesium lotion or magnesium oil. This is one of my sneaky favorite tools because it's like Epsom salt bath, but in a bottle. So we don't always have time for that pampering of ourselves. So this is a great way to get magnesium on those sore muscles and just on your body in general. And having taking it every day is really great. So the benefits of magnesium for athletes are what makes the bath and lotion so great. It reduces muscle cramps, helps with muscle, muscle fatigue, can improve your mood, um, and a plethora of other things. And now another one, which I'm like not the biggest fan of, but it's tried, tested, and true. Studies have shown it, but wearing compression tights or even compression sleeves. So long runs in compression tights can provide extra support. And also hanging out in compression tights after a long run can really increase the blood flow and help increase muscles that are tight or spasming, help them feel better with compression. Um, Cause again, it increases that blood flow. I just don't like sitting in tights at home. Like it's just not me. Like I don't, I feel like I'm in tights half of my life. So like, I just don't like being in them, but anyway, it is tested. It is true. Compression tights are very effective and that's why people wear them during runs as well for their calves or for their arms. Um, and then moving on to some light movement movement. So going on an easy walk or doing some light stretching. So remember, not everything we do needs to be hardcore, high intensity, and sweat breaking. We can have gentle movement, gentle muscle stretching, yoga, walking. It really helps align the collagen fibers during the healing process, which can speed up recovery as well. And sometimes we just need a day to simply sit, but sometimes on our rest days, active recovery, um, which is what it's called can really help make all the difference as well. Just some light movement to ease sore muscles, to ease that stiff body, um, to get the blood flowing, which really helps improve our mood and helps our improve recovery. And I just want to make a point to say, remember, recovery is about helping the body reset. So it needs to go be slow. So slow activities to really focus on good breathing, slow activities to lower our cortisol levels or our total body stress, restorative yoga, which can really help open up tight, tight hips. Light stretching is all about range of motion. Um, not about extensive flexibility, but really focusing on our breathing, focusing on our recovery and feeling good. So taking deep breaths is really, really great. Also massaging with a foam roller or doing self myofascial release is very beneficial. Not everybody likes the foam roller because it, is, it can be painful, 
Um, but the foam roll is very beneficial. It's a great way to ease sore muscles from running. There's also research that backs it up to that shows that it improves blood flow. I love doing the foam roller if I can, even before runs to help improve that blood flow. Um, and then in fact, even massaging sore muscles in general can alleviate the effects of DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, by up to 30% one study showed. So massage improves blood flow, which helps reduce muscle swelling, which is what we want. And then slowly moving over the roller in the affected areas until you feel relief. And remember, you want to do it slowly and you don't want to press super hard. You want it to feel almost good. So to relieve DOMS in the calves, for example, you can sit on the floor with your legs straight out in front of you. With your right foot on the floor, place the foam roller beneath your left calf. And with your hands, lift your hips off the floor and roll all the way from your ankle to just below your knee. And keep repeating that on that calf and then repeat on the other side as well. So you want to work all the major muscle groups, um, your calves, hamstrings, quads, glutes. You can even work your back. Just a couple minutes will go a long way. And while foam rolling, keep in mind that rolling across tendons, bones, and sore areas might aggravate the situation, not alleviate it. So if you have a really painful spot, work around it rather than on it, right? You want to work with your body, not against it. You want things to feel good, not to be horrible. So avoid the no pain, no gain mentality while rolling, um, maybe moderately unpleasant at times. It should never be extremely painful. So we want to get rid of that no pain, no gain mentality. We really want to think about treating our body as a temple, um, so it's worthy to note that there is a difference between discomfort, soreness, and all-out injury. So I want to say that again. There's a difference between discomfort, soreness, and then all-out injury. So we want to be in tune with our body. It's normal to be sore. It's normal to have discomfort during workouts, but there's a difference between having an injury. So if you suspect that you have an injury, a specifically a running injury, and that's what's causing your increase in pain in your muscles or joints or anything like that, I highly recommend heading to the doctor just to get checked out and diagnosed. Um, anyway, I hope this little chit-chat on muscle soreness was beneficial. I know for me, it got me wanting to get to my rest day on Sunday and really just chill out, let my muscles relax, go for an easy walk, try to focus on some sleep, get my nutrition up nice and good, my electrolytes, hydration, all the above. Anyway, thanks for tuning in and I'll chat with you guys next time.